Number 31, Justified Anger. going to begin with three quotes today. The first one is from Mark Twain. Anger is an acid that can do more harm to the vessel in which it is stored than to anything on which it is poured. And this one from the Buddha. Holding on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else. You are the one who gets burned. And finally, from Hubert Cubby Selby Jr., author of Last Exit to Brooklyn and several other angry books, Sometimes I feel like a scream looking for a mouth. At the Sunday morning group meditation uh, we have weekly, someone asked, I really love this meditation. It's working, but when do I get over being angry? When we come to meditation, most of us have spent decades building up stresses of fear, sadness, shame, guilt, and anger that need to come out. With our very first meditation, we move in the direction of our least excited state. From that place, nature can begin to unwind these stresses in us, the residue of all the stress responses we've accumulated in a lifetime. Just to say a word about these stress responses, every time my animal ego nature feels threatened, I have a stress response. I go into some version of fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. And it leaves a mark in my system so that the next time my animal nature encounters something about that situation, it will know in advance that it's threatening to me. This is a great system, except for some reason these stresses in we humans get stuck. And we end up with a stress response that's either full-on or a system that has to be shut down in order not to be full-on. Now, as these stresses come out, we once again must sit through the discomfort of the feelings involved because stresses coming out of our system often feel the way they did coming in. This means we experience the uncomfortable body sensations associated with these feelings as well as the urge to do something about them, whether it's to fight or to flee or to freeze or to fawn. When we make the mistake of identifying with these sensations in our body, we think this anger is about something real. We believe it's from our present-day life rather than simply a stress leaving the body. Then, as Cubby said, we look around in our world to find its cause. And when we look, we'll always find some reason to be angry. What are you looking at? What do you mean by that? And et cetera, et cetera. I was just in, I was parking at the uh, rock and roll hardware store in uh, Studio City yesterday. And I was just pulling in, minding my own business, waiting for some guy to pull out. And when he pulled out, I pulled in a little further, and behind this large van had been someone else waiting to pull into the space next to the space I was going to pull into. And immediately this guy went, I don't know what he said, but uh, behind the windshield it was like, rah, 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 rah. 
and his his fingers in the air and and I did the universal shrug of like, what do you want from me? And, you know, and when we both got out of the car, he said, sorry, man, I was just, I was more startled than anything. I said, yeah, me too. No worries. This happens all the time. We're just minding our own business and bam, stress, bam, anger, bam, someone's threatening me. There's always a reason for these feelings in my system, especially if I live, well, let's say any place in the United States, let's just say that. L.A. has no, uh, it has not cornered the market on these experiences. By finding the apparent cause, we will hold on to this stress that nature is trying to release in us. We won't just let it flow through us as discomfort. Now, instead... And, and this is, this is real. We can do this. We can simply name the experience as stress release. If you're involved in a spiritual life to any degree, nature is trying to throw these stresses off from your system. It's trying to free you of the garbage you've been carrying. When these stress releases come up, when these feelings arise in the body, there doesn't have to be a cause. It, it, it's not me. It's, it's merely a set of uncomfortable body sensations from some place and time in my past, some experience that was had by me a month ago, a decade ago, a lifetime ago. So we name it a stress release, and then we come back to our five senses. Literally, first, just take a breath and get Grounded inside your body. Feel inside your body. And if there's no feeling in some large section of your body, then just notice the blankness there. And then we come back out into the world and we notice the light, shadow, colors, shapes, and forms of where we are in the moment. All the visual information. And then we listen to the sounds around us. See if you can hear five different sounds and name them for yourself. Just take a moment. Then enjoy the flavor of whatever you've tasted recently and smell the scent of your surroundings, whether it's in an office cubicle or in your car or sitting on a park bench or in your favorite meditation chair. Then we feel our feet on the floor, our bottom in the chair, the fabric of our shirt or blouse or sweater against our skin. We step out of the speculation about these uncomfortable body sensations and their causes, and we get into present moment awareness. There's nothing else we need to do. We just let the stress go, allowing it to move through us, energy moving through us, and reminding ourselves that we are something other than these feelings and the thoughts associated with them. We just get present and move on with our day. Yes, there is an end to the stresses that come out of us. We will reach the point when we have released all of the stresses we've spent our lives building up. Yet, even then, we still live in the world. And we will continue to have reactions to it to the traffic, to the person in line at the grocery store who is taking up our precious time, to the ex-spouse 
Each of these reactions will cause their own chemical swirls within us, their own stresses, but as meditators now, they won't stick. And we can simply release them as well. This is the way nature works, evolving us, making us whole, clearing away everything that stands in the way of our usefulness to the world and our ability to love. Nature needs us to be fully here, fully free, and fully alive. And as we continue to meditate, nature will take care of the details of how that usefulness is to come about. Then it's our job outside of meditation to move toward joy at every opportunity and to let go of anger, resentment, fear, and despair every time they come up, every time they arrive, every time they seem like a good idea. And the ones that really seem like a good idea will be harder to let go of than any others, but they will pay off the greatest dividends when we're able to. We simply choose again and again to be here, to be present, to love, and to let nature take care of the rest. Today I will choose to let go of any anger I am holding, even if it's justified. I will choose to be present in the world. I will choose to be open to experiencing the joy of living. I will choose to at least open myself to the possibility of love. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.